Welcome to the Weather Channel Podcast. I'm meteorologist Dominic Davis here with meteorologist Linda Lamb and reporter Jan Childs. Now, the biggest thing that we are tracking is flooding that's happening in the Midwest and now in the Southeast. This is ongoing. It's all from a slow moving low. And Jan, what's the latest on that? Yeah. So, you know, uh, there were the dam failures in Michigan where two dams collapsed and sent floodwaters rushing through um, some communities there. It does seem that the worst danger is over now. Now what they're facing is the long cleanup in the days ahead. The officials there are saying it's going to be a long road, maybe days before people can go home. And then, of course, we've, we're also watching this dam in Virginia, near Roanoke, Virginia. Some people were evacuated there. I think it was about a dozen homes. That is um, also a dam that's in danger of failure. Yeah, and that's due to heavy rain that we've seen over the last several days, both the Midwest, Great Lakes region, as well as into the southeast and mid-Atlantic this week due to that slow moving low that got cut off from the jet stream. And when that happens, it ends up kind of meandering about for several days before it finally moves off. And in this case, it brought, you know, a couple of days of heavy rainfall to several regions, which piled up in areas that didn't particularly need additional rainfall. And with this latest concern, as we head today, uh, where we've already seen places with five, six, seven, eight inches of rain in parts of the Carolinas and uh, into Virginia, and additional rainfall is possible as we head through today. So we'll be watching closely for the chance for more flash flooding, landslides. We will finally see some improvement as we head towards later this week as that low finally exits as we head towards Saturday. Also, we have a lot to unpack, actually, because we have Noah's prediction for the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season begins on June 1st, and that has just been released. Now, remember, this is just a prediction, but Linda, you have the uh, latest on that. It is in line with what several other outlets have uh, previously indicated and that they are expecting a busier than average season this year. Noah's outlook is a little bit different than some of the others put forth, uh, such as ours here at the Weather Company. In that it is uh, a bit more on the probabilistic scale and they give a range of numbers. NOAA is expecting a 60% chance of an above average season with a 30% chance of a near average season with a 10% chance of below average season. For the number of named storms, they are looking at 13 to 19, which compares to an average of 12. And the number of hurricanes expected this year will range between 6 to 10, with the average being 6. And uh, the number of major hurricanes uh, predicted by uh, NOAA is 3 to 6, with a current average of about 3 each season. So all indications are is that we will see um, a busy season. Um, and there are several factors that go into this forecast. Uh, one of those is uh, what is happening in the central and eastern uh, equatorial Pacific. Um, and that's where we look for El Nino and La Nina conditions. And as we head towards hurricane season, we're expecting neutral conditions trending towards La Nina, which typically leads to uh, an increase in Atlantic hurricanes and an enhanced monsoon season in Africa, which can help with additional storms developing as it tracks across the Atlantic. And we're also looking for weaker wind shear. And uh, one of the other pieces is uh, sea surface temperatures, which have been above average in the tropical Atlantic as well as the Caribbean Sea. So when you put all those factors together as we head towards uh, hurricane season, which begins on June 1st, we are expecting a, a pretty busy season this year. Here's the good thing. We do not have to worry about anything tropical this weekend, which is Memorial Weekend. And a good time to uh, point out Memorial Day, after all, we are celebrating 
people who serve our country. And boy, have we really have a new appreciation for all the people that serve our country. So we thank all of you who are doing that every day. And also a lot of places, uh, well, you know, this is the unofficial start to summer and people want to get out and be in their backyard and get in their pool and barbecue. So hopefully a lot of you can rest and do that. And it does look like some areas, you're going to get that summer heat that you've been waiting for. Yeah. So as that uh, eastern low finally moves off, we'll begin to see a shift in the upper level pattern, which will bring more of a summer-like feel uh, to much of the country, particularly for those in the Midwest, the Northeast, um, even into the South. We'll see uh, temperatures begin to rise, uh, with some places likely seeing their warmest temperature of the season perhaps Chicago this weekend, I'll reach the mid to upper 80s. And we'll see dew points rise as well, uh, which will make it feel more humid too, which in the South, I mean, that's pretty much what I consider summer is when you start to really notice the humidity. Uh, it makes it feel a little bit more uncomfortable, but kind of a reminder that we're heading towards that season uh, with Memorial Day right around the corner. But with that, we'll also begin to see the threat for some showers and thunderstorms as well. We have a system moving from the Rockies into the Plains this weekend. And as that slowly does so, we'll see uh, the potential for showers and thunderstorms with even a few strong to severe thunderstorms possible on Saturday in parts of the Northern and Central Plains with the uh, risks primarily being a uh, large hail, maybe Maybe some gusty winds. Um, and we'll even see more of a scattered shower and thunderstorms um, throughout parts of the Midwest and the South. But there is good news. If you're farther west, we will see another ridge of high pressure building in there, which uh, will begin to increase temperatures, uh, particularly as you head towards California and the Southwest. And we could be looking at a prolonged heat wave there as we head into next week. Yeah, in Jan, you're in the Sunshine State. Um, I wish people could see what we can see as your background. It looks absolutely beautiful. You always have nice weather for the most part. You have nice weather. But um, what do you, by the way, we're still all working from our homes. I don't think we've mentioned that. And we're we're grateful to be doing so. It's Memorial Weekend. And for a lot of us, our norms are no longer our norms or these are our new norms, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So having a summer-like weather is really important because it will actually help make us feel like it is the holiday weekend. So Jen, you can start, since you're living in the best area out of the <laughs> three of us, <laughs> what are you going to be doing, Miss Jan? I'm going to be doing what I have been doing every weekend lately, which is hunkering down in my house. But that being said, I live in a big tourist area and we always get a big influx of people on Memorial Day. You know, I don't know what this Memorial Day has in store in terms of people, but I can tell you recent weekends here at the beach have been as crowded as Memorial Day already. So we normally don't really do anything on Memorial Day just because it's so crowded in our town. Like we just, we normally just stay home. And um, <laughs> Linda and I were talking earlier about how, you know, Memorial Day is kind of usually like the start of summer vacation for kids and things yeah. like that typically. And I actually went and I counted. My kids have already been home for 69 days. Summer vacation is 75 days. So they've already been at home for almost the entire length of summer vacation and we haven't started summer vacation yet you don't have to tell me and you don't just have to not, right. <laughs> not right we i think we have it down to the hour they've been home <laughs> <laughs> but, but that being said what are you guys doing this weekend well we're gonna do a lot of backyard little kiddie pool type mm -hmm. of things and try to barbecue and i i bought some juniper berries to put in a cocktail Ooh, that i'm gonna nice. try out 
Nice. Yeah, I know. I never had them. And I got them off of Amazon for like 10 bucks. They're supposed to come today, knock on wood. So <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I don't know, make something with juniper berries and, and feel fancy in my backyard. Nice. Nice. What about you, Linda? Uh, yeah. So, you know, no real big plans here, of course, but, you know, we'll try to make it fun. Um, it's my son's last day of school, uh, on Friday. So, uh, we'll, you know, likely the weather looks like it will at least cooperate, uh, a little bit and we'll be able to get some outside time, which is always fun with the kids and they love to run through the sprinklers. And that seems like that might be a good yeah. activity this weekend, you know, something simple, just to kind of get into the, I guess, the summer mood, which is definitely harder to do uh, this year. Uh, it's it's definitely more of a challenge. You know, usually you're looking forward to your summer vacations. And so far this year, it's just kind of, you know, what activities can we do at home to keep the kids entertained without, uh, you know, everyone going crazy? You know, I also, um, I wanted to give a shout out to the class of 2020 because the kids yeah. that are seniors this year, born, you know, in the wake of 9-11. And now they're graduating this year, including my own son, who would have had his graduation ceremony tomorrow. So I just want to give a shout out to him and all the other kids out there. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And Jan, well, congratulations to you and your husband, because that's, I mean, that's a major feat for you guys too. It's like, we always talk about just the kids that are losing and they are, and and everybody deserves to walk across the stage, but the parents deserve to watch their kid walk across the stage Mm. because that's, what they've worked so hard for. So I feel like both sides are missing that moment. And I hope you guys get it in some sort of way. But congratulations to you. Oh, You've thanks. raised one right. Yes. One. I've got one more to go. <laughs> well, don't, don't lose your steam. You're halfway there. We don't know it's anybody's game right yeah, now. You know, it's way too early to tell. <laughs> yeah, homeschool and my kids may never walk across the stage. Yeah, I know. It's great. I'm not so sure either. Well, I will also say this. It's different You're teaching your own kids versus a teacher teaching your kids. I know my son is much better in school than he is for either my husband or I. It's a totally different ball game. So, yeah. Well, um, thanks everybody for joining us for another podcast. I hope everybody has a safe, happy, healthy weekend. And thank you to everybody who has served our country and is serving our country. Yeah.